0: This is Fearless Beauties, a podcast dedicated to voices of color in the beauty industry. We are talking to estheticians, skincare professionals, and beauty industry owners on tactical career tips, professional skill development, and ultimately how we can create a better beauty industry together. As we enter our fourth season... We dedicate our episodes to the skincare professionals who are focused on mindset mastery and building community for all.
1: Welcome back to the Fearless Beauties Podcast. On season four, we are joining forces with Nichelle Mosley, the Barrier Queen we'll be uncovering a Mindset Mastery Challenge, helping people shift their thinking, gain confidence, and foster personal growth. I am your host, Alina Velez. I'm your co-host, Nichelle Mosley. Guys, I'm so excited for this season of the podcast. We are really coming in hot with So much knowledge and just some actionable tools to really help you guys excel and just love yourself and really just live a happy, full life. So, Nichelle, we're so happy to have you. I'm
0: so excited to be here. You have no idea. This is just going to be such an amazing
1: season. Happy new season. This Yes. I'm I'm excited. Going into fall with um, just a full heart, man. Just so Mm -hmm. grateful. To, to have you. And just a little backstory, Nichelle and I, Nichelle's been a Fearless Beauties ambassador. Yeah. We connected at IECSC this year in Vegas, just really hit it off. So I'm excited to, um, to have her on this season. Let's dive right in guys. Episode one, we are talking about cultivating an, an inclusive mindset. And so I just want to open up and kind of build off of the question, what does an inclusive mindset look like to you?
0: So I think that this is just such an open-ended type of way to, you know, think about the world. It's more so about approaching the world with, you know, considering people's values, um, welcoming diversity, respecting people's experiences and their perspectives. You know, just seeing people as individuals and holistically looking at
1: people and and appreciating what they bring to the table. Big time. I think of an inclusive mindset and I think of a lot of collaboration. Mm -hmm. I I think of just always learning and always asking questions because you don't know what you don't know. And I just, I just really feel like a good first step for somebody who doesn't know what an inclusive mindset looks like would be to collaborate with a person of color, and um, ask a lot of open, open questions, and be vulnerable. I couldn't agree more. I,
0: I think that that is what the richness of it all. You know, the differences mm-hmm. that we bring to the table, you know, are. Not only when it comes to people of color, but also sexual orientation, you know, someone Mm. who has like a social economic different status than you, um, just being so open minded that you, you know, that you accept everyone. Because like we said, you know, some, there's so much that people bring to the table that if you're so closed off, then you're not really going to be able to enjoy that
1: richness. Yes. Yes. So good. Yeah. What are some values that have guided you to success? Oh,
0: this is such um, a great question too. Values.
1: So yeah. I think of so my business name is True Skin Lab. So for myself, being true to you is huge for me. Mm-hmm. Um and because there are so many people who do what we do, right? <laughs> I agree. And and that can That can fall into so many other categories of, of, you don't have to be an esthetician, right, to relate, but just being true to your core is really going to guide you. I feel like that alone sets you up for success, but also how you look at failing, failing forward and using your quote unquote failure to sharpen you and to just work in your benefit.
0: Right. Because it's a choice because, you know, if, if, if you are looking at failure at just, as just another stepping stone as part of your, your journey to success, then you, then you realize that that's, you know, just the cost of doing business. It's, it's to be expected, right? So Mm -hmm. you can let it just cripple you or you can have it to sharpen you. And Mm -hmm. I know that we talked about this outside the podcast today, but you're someone who gets stuck and you you don't allow that failure to, you know, just stop you in your tracks, then it, it can really be something that is a stepping stone and is just another process to getting to where you are in the next level, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So good. I mean, some of the values that I think that is very important for you know just healers in general is just to be able to have that type of empathy. But also be aware of the boundaries that you need to kind of have in place. You know, when it comes to people who are really open hearted and, you know, just really full of of service, it can be hard to know when it's right or wrong for you to start to implement boundaries so that you can, you know, not. Overexert that ability, right? Because I absolutely, I think it's such a superpower for us healers. You know, it's something that we that comes so naturally, but then at the same time, you know, like it can it can also lead to some burnout if you're if you're not aware of it, if you don't have that self awareness.
1: Big time boundaries are huge, and you talked about just being open, and so I want to touch on that. What does it mean? to be open-minded what is what does that look like and I'll just share for me being open-minded means you know maybe unlearning old habits and biases that maybe I was taught as a kid really hearing every side of the story being open-minded and just being judgment-free and I think that is such a staple in an inclusive mindset
0: judgment-free
1: zone Right. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: I think that there's
1: such a difference when it comes to
0: someone who can be judgmental or someone who's like, you know, bringing you into their fold and they truly are unconditionally, you know, finding a place for you. There's so many opportunities, I think, for people to, you know, really lean into, you know, learning about other people, if they just are authentically trying to make that connection. And sometimes I think it's scary. You know, I think people are, are afraid of the unknown, but at the same time, if your intentions are true and you have that transparency and, mm-hmm. you know, you can, you can build on those things and you can develop community. I think about, you know, just How I've always wanted um, some sense of community, you know, from as long as I can remember, just, you know, trying to develop that and really see it genuinely lived
1: out in my life. And also feeling like you belong.
0: Right. Yes.
1: Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Creating that sense of belonging. It's not it's not enough to to say Black Lives Matter. But how do you become an ally? Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: absolutely it has to be something that's actionable it isn't mm. just you know words or
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know things that are not tangible i mean it absolutely. has to be real lived truth and i think that there's there's multiple ways that you can do it so you know just plug in and and find out from a person that's near you in in your community you know being concerned about a a, a person's well-being and um, you know, contributing to their overall emotional well wealth, wealth, I think that's that's also a great way for you to you know get tapped into the people that are around you, you know, yeah. just being genuine and being connected,
1: you know. Yeah. yeah. So, Nichelle, you're a licensed esthetician. You know, when you were first getting going, did you have a mentor who kind of showed you the ropes and and led the way a little bit, or did you feel like you had to kind of come in and and create your own lane?
0: No. So, you know, I will say there's probably been a little bit of both. In the beginning, I was just such a sponge, ready to learn any and everything. Um, I've had so many mentors, spent so much time, you know, just soaking in all the knowledge that I could. I'm really just a, a person who loves to continue to have like ongoing uh, continued education because I I just see I see the value in it. It's that personal growth that you get, you know,
1: right, right. A-
0: automatic, um, just instant gratification. So, mm-hmm. you know, having the opportunity to you know get different perspectives and learn different ways that people, you know were able to gain success, I I was really intrigued by it because aesthetics is, I would say, a soulmate career for me. I wanted it to be long-term, you know, something that had longevity. Getting diverse type of um, education, continued education, mentoring, that is really what I would lean my success into is, is, is from all of the different diverse people that have invested in me. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's crucial, I think, especially in the beginning, because there's so much that you don't know. (laughs) It's true.
1: And we don't need to reinvent the wheel, right? (laughs) Yes. There's so many people who have come before us that we can really um, learn, learn from.
0: Uh, I I completely agree. And There's even ways that you can, you know, build on those things, too, that you learn. So, you know, I I worked in plastic surgeon's office. I worked in uh, different uh, facilities like CoolSculpting, working Mm. in laser, those types of things. And there's so much knowledge that you can gain from, you know, the doctors and people that you're in that environment in but there's mm-hmm. also things that you can learn that you don't want to take along yes. journey so you yes. know I, I think it's so important for you to to be open to you know what other people have to offer because that is how you truly form your own you know journey and choosing picking cherry picking those those wonderful things along the way I think that that enhances you know what we bring to the table as estheticians so yeah in time
1: time. Yeah, no, I, that was something that I had written down that I wanted to talk about was just kind of working those jobs that, that aren't your forever home, you know what I mean? And that are just like stepping stones and those can be rough seasons. Yes, Those can be rough seasons that, you know, sometimes you need to endure that season to, to sharpen you for the next season. You know, speaking from personal experience, I've had, A handful of jobs that you know, in the moment, it doesn't seem like it's kind of like, oh my gosh, what am I doing here? I'm worth so much more. And then in hindsight, looking back now, it's like, gosh, that really, you know, sharpened me. And and I'm thinking about my retail days. I was managing a a cosmetic counter. It was cool for the time being, and then it just got real old and exhausting. But I didn't know that ten years from there. I would need those people skills. I would need those cell skills. And so just really trying to find those gems in those seasons, you know.
0: It's so important. I think that, you know, you have to sometimes believe it before you see it. So mm. you know that you are going to, you know, you're, you're going to find your groove. And I think that a lot of people who get, you know, drawn to our our industry are people who have that, have that empathetic heart, you know, who are healers and it's really important for them to kind of develop that rejection type of, Mm -hmm. uh, muscle. And Mm -hmm. in, like you said, in those seasons, I think are when you, start to understand like, okay, this isn't something that I should take in so personally, you know, yeah. people, people are going to listen to the things that I'm trying to help them with, but sometimes they have to have their own journey when it comes to, you know, how they follow what you're telling them to do. And you also then have to develop, you know, I have to get a bigger backbone and you know, like really understand the 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 why as to you know what it is that I'm contributing so that I can, you know, speak to educating my client on the value that I bring until you are able to do that, which it really does take time. It takes time to get comfortable, to, you know, understand all the things that you need to understand. I think during that time is what helps to build your confidence and it isn't easy. It isn't something that happens overnight. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So something that comes to mind when you say it doesn't happen overnight, I'm reading this really good book right now. It's called The Slight Edge, just like a a short version of what The Slight Edge is. It's just that, that 1% that you do every day of just goodness. And whether it's, you know, reading five pages a day of a book or doing your exercise or maybe, cooking a meal or, you know, it's you're doing that 1% and it's that compound effect, right? So the author talks about plant, cultivate, harvest. And we live in such a time right now of that instant gratification. Everybody wants, I want to be, I want success now. I want my dream job now, but that's not the way that the world works and that it's, it's not sustainable, And so going back to you, you've got to plant the seed. You've got to cultivate it. And that cultivate phase can, it's crucial. You've got to nourish it. You've got to water it. You've got to spend some time meditating on it. And then you're going to see the harvest. And it may be five months. It might be five years. But, you know, when you're, when you are pouring into, you know, your dreams, and spending time. And for me, it looks like um, vision boards or journaling or praying. You kind of, you spend this time and then it's like, oh my gosh, your harvest starts to come. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's here. Right. But it takes time. Absolutely.
0: And I think, you know, some of the things that work for you in the beginning, they, they aren't going to work for you in, in the end. So, Know that you are a growing person and you have, you know, different types of needs in different seasons and it's okay to, you know, lean on other things. You know, I have recently started to look more into, um, uh, beyond doing meditation I actually uh, explored um hypnotherapy as someone who is not really all that comfortable with uh talking publicly like public speaking mm, relatable. I, <laughs> <laughs> I I went and explored um hypnotherapy and it has been such an incredible tool in my toolbox to help me get to the next level so I think that you know just like we talked about having that open-mindedness, you know, not only when it comes to the inclusivity that you allow in your life, but also when it comes to the different tools and mechanisms that you can incorporate to, you know, help you, you know, gain that strength, gain mm-hmm. gain that confidence. And I love that book that you were mentioning. It's It sounds something similar to um, the uh, Atomic Habits that I've been reading, which mm-hmm. talks about, you know, like that 1% more. Yeah. And, how you can have it, stack things and, you know, do mm-hmm. things to where you're building upon your routine so that you, you know, you're really making it your own. You're really having that self-awareness as to what's bringing you joy. Um, right. So, yeah, I think it's, it's super important to, you know, consider it and, and also that it's, it's okay to know
1: that it's going to change. Mm-hmm. I feel like once you get okay with knowing that fact that we live in an evolving world, And there's always going to be change. And so I'll be honest, for the longest time, I was afraid of change until you realize that change and uncomfortability means that there's growth on the other side of that. If I don't feel that uncomfortability, sometimes I can get a little restless, you know, also kind of on the on the flip side of, of that. If you don't believe that you are worth more Guess what? The universe is going to hear that. You know what I mean. And I just feel like affirmations can really strengthen that mindset. Of you know, social media is is a perfect example of of um, just kind of plugging negative thoughts and comparison. Right? We all know comparison is the root of all evil. I think is how the how the saying goes. Or it kills your joy. It kills your joy. Comparison kills joy. And I just think social media can. It can really lift you up, but it, it, it can also weigh you down. And I just encourage people. Um, I'm big on affirmations. And so you've got to sometimes wake up, you're feeling like you're feeling just kind of heavy or down and out or, you know, just kind of lost. Affirmations have helped me kind of shift that thinking into, no, I am worthy. I am beautiful. People, people value what I say. And so, um, you know, relating to public speaking, getting up and and speaking in front of people has been nerve wracking from, for me too. And I just find myself just telling myself I'm valuable. People want to hear what I have to say. It is so important. And, you know, if we aren't doing that for
0: ourselves, then I don't think that we really can genuinely do that for other people. Mm. And, you know, the service that we provide and the transformations that we, you know, incorporate, I think that they are, you know, also a reflection of, you know, just what we bring to the table. And a lot of times people aren't looking at it in those terms. And so, you know, they just let a lot of things be dictated to them and, Mm -hmm. you know, they're not thinking about themselves in that sort of light. And I think we all go through those, you know, those changes of not feeling as confident, but, you know, like you said, keeping in mind the things that you can do to strengthen that confidence and, and not just sit in a place where, you know, you don't feel empowered because you do have the power. You have the ability to have a different mindset, to change the way you think, to have, you know, an abundant thoughts when it comes Mm -hmm. to, you know, the way that you Try to incorporate all the things that you're doing for your daily. I call it like a ritual that I do every morning, you know, and and with habit stacking, the things that um, I've started, it's really. What does that hard. look like?
1: What does that look like? <laughs> Share with us. What what's your habit stacking?
0: So I mean, it can be anything. It really does change, you know, from from day to day. Uh, it, it it can be for me. Doing Pilates, starting out with just like stretching, you know, being really intentional, writing in my journal, um, choosing to do like affirmations, prayers, hypnotherapy. I like to do incorporate movement of some type. So I I used to dance whenever um, I first started out in um, in college, actually danced professionally, too. So doing some sort of movement is Always something that's going to help me, like take me out of that rigidness that you, you know, that you're trying to get through in the morning. If you're if you're feeling not as confident, um and I think you know, listening to music or just you know, doing the things that you need in that time is 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 really what it should look like. And I think yeah. it's it's different for me. It's so it's it's not something that. Um, I guess maybe that's the only thing that is consistent is that it, it does evolve. It changes
1: yeah, based on just kind of what you wake up feeling like your body needs. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, with putting together your schedule, trying to manage and maintain so many different things, I think that you just, you have to be conscious too, about your, your awareness and, and so that it changes all the time.
1: Yeah. Well, and that that simple reminder of like if your cup is empty, you you really truly can't pour into other people. And so much of what we do as estheticians or healers or even just um on a more, you know, not simple level, but on a different level of just, you know, being a mom or dad or you know, being a manager, we are just in such a world of constant communication. And so I just, I I really truly believe that anybody and everybody can benefit from cultivating an inclusive mindset. Yeah.
0: I think that that is really the future, you know, having, Mm -hmm. making sure that you are someone who is, you know, thinking about, you know, what the future will look like and Mm -hmm. and how how you'll be able to contribute to that. So,
1: Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. What
0: what do you want to be accountable for? And yes, uh, yeah, that's 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 what I want to see. And, you know, that's what we want to contribute to. So, Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've got one last question here. What are some tips that you can share with our listeners on maintaining a positive, growth-oriented mindset? So, when times are tough, the rain is pouring. What keeps you going? Mm, this is so good. I mean, for me,
0: it's it's community. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I can I can say that I think that there is you know, just an undeniable wisdom that comes from being able to, you know, be someone who shows up for people who hold space for people, but who also can have that same sort of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And um, you can do that in community. You know, I, mm-hmm. I feel like we we all thrive in that. And it's hard to not, you know, be your full self if you if you don't have those the people who support you around
1: you. What are some tips that you can share to help? Like, where do you find community? Like, where do you even, how do you, where do you look? Where do you go?
0: So I think that, you know, it it depends on if you're someone who's wanting to meet in person, there's different ways that you can incorporate meeting people through trade shows. Um, I know that that's how you and I got a chance to meet and really just, you know, explore more about who we are together but then there's also people who are a little bit more introverted so you know there's forums online forums there's communities within facebook or circle i think that it it really just depends on what you're trying to accomplish within your community Mm -hmm. if you're looking for you know unconditional uh genuine authentic community then seeking that out and being intentional about it is, you know, there's multiple ways I think you can do it for us. It yeah. was, it was the trade shows. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah,
1: definitely.
0: How about you? What are your thoughts on that? How would you say developing and cultivating community is, is come most yeah. natural. Community? It can be a
1: challenge. It can be a yeah. challenge. um, Truthfully, because going back to that sense of belonging like the aesthetics industry is huge. So there's no lack of community. It's just where I feel that sense of belonging and through continued education. Right. So just kind of like-minded people who are trying to become their best versions of themselves and are trying to become the best aestheticians and, you know, become equipped to treat all cultures, uh, skin of color and, um, you know, disabilities and what have you. I mean the list goes on, but I think being intentional about where you're looking will really eliminate that chance of not feeling belong belonging. Also I think just going back to like maintaining a, a positive growth oriented mindset, like those daily habits, like you were saying, you know, waking up and, and, and taking that time to yourself to pour into yourself and read or exercise or journal. And maybe it's just a five minute workout. You you know, you know, you can't get through your, your full, um, your full routine that you normally do, but, but you did it, you got it done. Um, so on tough days when when I feel like I, I don't want to keep going or I'm just like, you know, kind of going through it, I'm going back to the basics, <laughs> <laughs> I'm back to the basics and just doing what makes me feel good and recharging and knowing that there's a new day coming tomorrow. It's a new day. Yeah, that's what I got. I love it. Thank you for sharing. Yes, thank you. Well, Michelle, is there anything else that you would like to kind of talk about or should we close up?
0: Yeah, I think this is a great way to finish it. What you said. I mean, you just have to be intentional. We have to be intentional about the things that we want to put out in the world. And that's what we're doing this season. So make sure you tune in. (laughs) <laughs> yes
1: yes um you can follow us and find us on instagram my personal account is at true skin lab and then we've got um fearless beauties and then Nichelle. plug yours you can find me at Nichelle mosley the barrier queen all right guys thank you for listening and we'll be back for episode two